y'all. Welcome to <laughs> the episode of the Blank Project Podcast, where we fill in the blank with whatever you want, whatever you need, wherever you are, no judgment or expectations. I'm your host, Aspen, aka AG, if you want to think that I'm cool. And I am so excited uh, to speak to this woman. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, let's just cut to the chase. This woman is a perfect mix between motherhood and ministry. Ashay Shaw reps the Oakland, California, now resides in the DMV area and has a bachelor's in education in exercise phys from Baylor University. Her alma mater may sing, fling your green and gold afar, but Ashay's inner light shines brighter and further than anyone could imagine. Oftentimes, people celebrate her on how she handles being a wife and mother. However, it's the way that she's transparent, honest, and tries to show up for herself in whatever way that encourages me to show up without even thinking that every gesture has to be a big one. Whether she believes she's doing a great job or not, she's a magnificent example of embracing imperfection unapologetically, and her life gives me pure joy. As one of six kids, family is not a foreign word to her. She (laughs) proudly carries the title Army and Doctor's Wife and is the mother of two charismatically lovely children. Uh, If watching her in these capacities isn't proof enough that she's a force to be reckoned with, she literally has an award for being an amazing spouse presented to her by her husband's medical school. That's right. A medical school said she was like one of the best spouses and mothers of all time like you can argue with me but that's science I don't have nothing to do with that that's not me if there was a such thing as a quote-unquote family resume hers would speak for itself and loudly proclaim she is true to this not new to this I am honored that she has carved out time to join us ladies and gentlemen please welcome Ashay the great Shaw to the podcast I just want you to record that and like have like let me have that forever and then on like insufficient i'm just gonna play it and be like yeah that's me we'll put it back to like to put some music under it like a real i I get real uh, one of my favorite parts about doing this podcast absolutely like yes talking to people yes but the preparation as in writing people's bios I love doing it because I of course I want people to know how great you are but also I'm like this is an opportunity for me specifically to pour into people outside of um what they would normally hear and like everybody knows your mom, everybody knows your mother, but I just wanted to let you know as a human being, I'm a huge fan. Oh my gosh. That's just, um, just oh my gosh, you're so honored. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's get to it. Look, your mom, your resume, the the resume says family. Look, um when the dictionary says family, your picture is right there, example number one. So um when a lot of people hear family, they have different meanings. Um, I would like to know what's yours and how much of that meaning has been influenced by your father being a clergy, um, coming from a large home, and then making moves legitimately from coast to coast, from the east to the south to the what, west to the east to the south, west west southeast. Yeah, there you go. I knew it in my head, and I it was somehow backwards. Look, 
I passed the map test and I never had to take it again. And that's where I began and ended right there. Once I passed it, I was like, forget this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That's a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> Family means everything um, to me. Um, literally, I'm thankful that like family means everything to me and it also means everything to my husband. Um, it's just, I feel like that's our cornerstone, especially being black, you know, the family high, tight knit. Um, and then to that degree, because family is so tight knit, um, it's sometimes best to move away mm. from family. We'll get there. Uh, so like you said, uh, we moved from the west to the south, now to the east. When we left the west, it was just my parents, my mom and dad, and then four of the kids, my brother, my sister, me, and then my baby sister. Uh-huh. The older two were grown, and they were like, bye. Enjoy Texas. We're going to stay here. Um, so then when we were in Texas, you know, some of our family members were really upset that we moved, but it taught me at a young age that you can always travel back. My parents used to put us on a plane by ourselves pre 9-11, walk us up to the gate. Grandpa was waiting us, waiting for us at the gate, get us off. Like we would fly by ourselves, go back and forth to Oakland all the time. And then, you know, <laughs> our family members, oh my gosh, I think it's so hard. They would get the calling cards so we could call them. Oh. <laughs> And then it it really taught me at a young age, the people who want to be invested in your life will be invested in your life. Mm -hmm. You want to invest in their life. You will make that intentional observation to be invested in their life. So my grandmother would come for two weeks um, every year. She planned the same time, but, and then she like made us call her. Now we call her, but she was like, you didn't call me last week. You, I learned at a young age, like, you can't just go months without talking to someone or even years and then be like, oh, yeah, I love you. We're best friends. Like, you're my favorite aunt. You have to, like, intentionally invest in the people, family or friends, mm-hmm. you um, desire. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Um, and then, um, you know, in Texas, you find your base. And we had family there that I hadn't like really met, but you know, you meet family members. But then when it came a time to move um, to the East Coast, and we've been here um, since June of mm-hmm. 2021, and well, like late May, early June. But when we were before we moved, people were like, "Are you nervous to move? Are you afraid? Like you're leaving your parents, you're leaving this." And I said, "I'm not." I'm, I'm not afraid to move at all. Like, I'm sad that I'm going to be leaving my parents. I'm sad that I'm going to be leaving my grandmother. Sad that, like, my sister, she was pregnant at the time. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be there when she delivers birth. Said, but when I was a kid, I saw us packed up and moved to a different state. I saw us not, like, know where we, like, what house we were going to live in. I saw, like, us leaving all of our family because all of our family was there aunts, uncles, cousins, and I saw us thrive in a different state. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm excited to move. I've seen it before. I know God did it then and he's going to do it now. 
who's been doing it. It's already been wonderful here. Of course, um, I miss my family, but thankful for FaceTime and phone calls. It's right. Okay, it's not like long distance. It's not like it was when you had to be gifted phone cards. Like yeah. all you need is Wi-Fi, and you're good. <laughs> and you don't even need that because oh, also Maryland. Shout out to Maryland. They have a uh, they have Wi-Fi that you can just get on. Like yes. <laughs> So I can be driving and I'd be like, why is my Wi-Fi thing on? I just be connected to the network. <laughs> See, that's 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 a sign. I'm supposed to move to the DMV, y'all. Yes, you are. Come on, sis. Come on. Come. I've been telling everybody to move. Texas is ghetto. Oh, it is. It is. Come live here. I love it here. Um, but even even still then, like, um, family have they've already come up here we've had multiple visits um we're going to be doing some trips as well so it's just family is important it means everything i know that's my cornerstone but it doesn't matter where we live you're still connected if you are intentional and in, and committed to make that investment from a distance mm-hmm. I think that's really, no, I think that was very beautifully said, because I think a lot of times people are often talk about how important family is, uh, and they talk about uh, being intentional, but I mean, you, you were practical with it, like, what does it mean to actually be intentional in the real sense, like, you have to make sure you're actually having conversation with these people, you have to make sure that you're, you're showing up for them in some way, um, and I also think that's really cool that you saw your family move from a really young age so then it helped um when you moved moved your family we moved because of my dad's job Mm -hmm. Um, he accepted a position um like for as pastor of worship in dallas texas so when we moved here because of my husband's job i was like oh my mom did this like (laughs) right uh y'all prayed i keep god i don't want kareen to turn into a pastor now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now when they say you marry your your uh, parent i didn't mean that i mean like foundational you know skill not 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 occupation relax <laughs> but even you know going back to you know like my dad's job like answering the latter half of your question um and pertaining to family i learned so much like growing up um with my dad as a pastor because he wasn't always a pastor and um we always like joke about this because the older siblings got like a different dad and then the younger siblings got a different dad and um if you've ever heard my dad's story he grew up in the church was raised in the church um he was a musician played music in the church then he was hurt by the church left the church and one of his friends um invited him to um I forget the name of what they call it, but he went to the masjid for the like Muslim services on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the first time he had ever seen men praying all together. So wow. Converted to Islam um, for, I want to say nine or 10 years. Mm-hmm. And when he married my mom, he was still a Muslim and my mom was a Christian. And he was just, you know, playing music in the church still, but <laughs> so it was, so then, um, 
so we grew up with our dad as a pastor, but they were, my dad and my mom were real with us. So mm-hmm. we weren't the typical, like, you can't wear this. Well, my mom was kind of like that, but it wasn't <laughs> like, a, it wasn't the typical, like the preacher's kid, like, mm-hmm. like wear this. You can't look at this. You can't do that. You can't listen. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, my dad's a musician now. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you can't listen to this. It was like, okay, so we're all, you bought this album? You know, when you go to Circuit City and then you had your own money. It's like, oh my gosh, Circuit City is so old. Like, wow, I remember that. What fun times. I would get out of my dad's like green pickup truck. <laughs> right? So, so, the, so like, but I remember one of the first albums I ever purchased, like, it was all my money. Um, it was a Shanti's album. Of course. And how we did it was if you bought an album, we all listened to it together. Mm-hmm. And then um, my dad would say, okay, so we're not going to listen to that song anymore. <laughs> and then, you know, we would be like, dad, why? Oh my gosh. But he would explain it to us. Right. So it wasn't like a, that's the devil's music. This is secular. Blah, 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 blah. It was like, <laughs> okay. But then I remember having the album, the vivid memory. And uh, her album was pretty good. Yes. Last song she did a foolish remix. Uh, oh no! Yes. Sex makes the X flex. And my brother said, if Dad listens to that last song, it's over. It's over. Like he's gonna toss the album. So we were on a road trip, and my brother was like, Dad, like I already talked to Ashay about the song. Like, just please don't play the last one. He goes, Okay, son. Like just, just like that. Like, and I. I learned like from my mom and my dad when it comes to like the importance of family, it's yeah. healthy conversations. Um conversation instead of like the the do not list, it's like, okay, well, we're not gonna do that in this house and this is why. Yeah. We're not gonna do this or this is why. And then I, th- I think I had bought a Ashanti and my sister Keila had bought Joss Stone. I think, is that her name? Yeah, Joss Stone. Yeah. And I have a really good memory, by the way. Um, that it, no, I'm just thinking about the fact that, <laughs> but also same, because I remember when I bought my very first album and I bought it at the same time that I bought my very first jacket with my own money. See, it's like, you know. <laughs> it was transformative. It was such a big deal. But it was just like, and then we listened to her album. My, my, oh, I like, oh, this one's good. Oh, this one's good. And then, of course, I think my brother did some kind of rap album. My dad was like, Mm-mm, we got to return this one. This not, this not even a, like, don't listen to track two, three, and four. But it's just, I learned that, like, like from my dad, like, just healthy conversations. And then for my mom, um, if you ever met my mom, um, you just know. <laughs> so my parents did the whole thing like, if you are old enough to ask a question, then you're old enough to get the answer. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking my mother in third grade where babies came from. Lord help us. <laughs> and it wasn't just like, when a mom loves a dad or when a man and a woman, she was like, the female has an egg. The male has a sperm. When the sperm meets the egg and it fertilizes, she like did the whole shebang. Yeah. 
Omi, when it gets to 10 centimeters, the baby can enter the canal. Like she went through the whole thing. And then she was like, do you have any questions? I was like, all right, third grade, third grade. And then um, another story, when I was 19 years old, one of my friends, she had gotten married, like, you know, spring by spring, 19, like, I was like, mom, she's going to have a lingerie shower. I want to get her something like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know me. I'm just, yep. I want to do, 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 do. Like, this is so awesome. I was like, mom, can you take me to a sex store? Because so, I want to take her, like, I want to do some of this. Yeah, she actually took me. Wow. What's the name of that? I think it's called Crystals or something like that. There is a crystal. There is. The crystals. It was right around the corner from the house. And she was like, this numbing spray is for this. And then these, see these beads? So when you get a bit older and you have kids, you got to put these. She was like, wait, ma'am, mama, wait. Every. She was like, see these, see, you don't, you don't need this right now. This is when you get a little bit older, about 15 years in, and you need to respark the all this and she was like and then see you don't want to start off with the vibrator first because she was like literally like you ask me this so I'm going to tell you because I'd rather be the one to tell you than some than the world try to teach you yeah I'm good I'm your teacher I'm your primary teacher me as right well. so I just like I took like who my parents were as people and how um traditionally people would say like oh no church people or you know pastor and first lady they don't they don't do things like that but my parents are like no we got to teach them the world so yeah when it comes to like how our upbringing was um I think I just I, I was exposed <laughs> it wasn't just like you're going to church and that's it now we did there were things that we couldn't do Right. Um, that I wasn't always too happy of and fond of. And my parents love to repeat those stories of when I told them they were right. Yeah. But like, you know, after you get over it, it's kind of like, oh man, they really were protecting me. But there were some things that they were like, all right, Go on, try man. let's try it. Yeah. And then, so I, 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 I think love I had a good upbringing. It wasn't, that's the devil now. Some stuff was the devil's music. <laughs> Truly, yet and still, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I, oh, God. yeah, it was. But, but I, you know. I, like, me being a parent, I say things like, man, I can't wait to introduce them to this album. So, <clears throat> per my research, I am fully aware that um, your husband is an introvert. <laughs> oh, my girl I don't think you understand <laughs> and and you absolutely without a shadow of a doubt were an extrovert which yes, is funny because I just woo I, I think that's one of the reasons why I love you is because I'm like man I wish I could be a little bit extroverted like her but then I think about it and I instantly get tired and I go to spend alone time with myself and I literally it's so bad because he works obviously as a doctor, so he has mm -hmm. to talk to multiple patients every day. And you know, if you had to talk to 15 people plus do notes at the end of the day, like at, after an hour, you're done. You're I am ready to hang it up, hang it up. That was the worst part about being an athletic training student, was like having to do that and then like. 
it's I, and I, I just I'm like, babe, you get to talk to people. You just and he comes home and I'm sitting. I'm like sitting there waiting for him. My hands are underneath my chin. I'm kicking my feet, wagging my tail. And I'm like, babe, how was your day? What did you do? I talked to two kids all day. They didn't listen. Like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, so you're super introverted. Um, you have these kids who are just they're just trying to live life. They're just living life. Um, so how does that, how does, some people would say it's beneficial for you to be an extrovert and have so like kids so young, but do you still, you still find the need to like recharge and then how do you recharge or how do you pour back into yourself so you can maintain your, you know, being true to your extroverted self, but also not running yourself down to where you're burned out. Okay. So fun fact about me. I don't recharge from other people. I My extrovertedness is not recharged from social gatherings, um, meeting people. I, I uh, That just is not me. I, I am not that extrovert that's like, oh my gosh, I just need people. And then I'm like abundantly happy. I love talking to people. Yeah. Meeting people. I love hearing stories. Um, my recharge is literally kind of like it's I don't want to say self-care because it's weird because I'm not taking care of my body I'm Mm -hmm. taking care of the things that I enjoy Hmm. so I enjoy podcasts I enjoy music I love television I love television you do so much my recharge is watching documentaries, learning. I love history. I am a Jeopardy buff. I love Jeopardy. Like I, I love like getting, like seeing different stories, seeing mm-hmm. like different sidelines, um, you know, analyzing. I really love analyzing people. Um, Cause you're, and you're good at it. That's what the streets say. <laughs> it's because I'm, like, sadly, I really am good at it, but I've gotten myself in trouble because I say what's on my mind being I'm sure. And I've just, I've now learned you can't say everything because everyone doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I just love like um, the arts. Yeah. I by sightseeing museums. Um, that's like more so my thing now. Am I doing it with other people? Sure, I could do it by myself. Great. But my recharge is not like I need to go to dinner with these people because yeah, it's fun. It's it's wonderful. I love going to get coffee with people, but um I can charge my own battery just by being by myself in. <laughs> You know, I, you said something, you're saying the activities that you're doing don't necessarily count as self-care because you're not doing anything for your physical body. I would like to challenge you and say that that, that is still self-care because even oh, though you may not, even though you're not ta- you may not be taking care of like your physical body in that way immediately, you're taking care of your mental health mm-hmm. and the, all the happy hormones that are happening while you're doing those things that, that make you happy are in essense helping your physical health. So part documentary. It's done for. Done for. Done for. 21. What? 
I'm not going to talk about my obsession with serial killers very, very early on in the pandemic or how many docu-series, the movie, all of that that I talked about with Ted Bundy. I literally, I had a conversation with a friend about Ted Bundy and how I re- I was like, okay, well, maybe he was attractive because Zac Efron is attractive. You know, he's like my type 10, top 10 white man. You know, I don't really think about white people. Top two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be nice. I don't know if somebody else is going to slip in under, you know? And then also, like, when he lost a lot of weight, I was like, ooh, never mind. But then he gained it all back. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, and then I saw the real Ted Bundy and I was like, wow this is really who y'all had (laughs) like and I was like wait no 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 like I need to readjust my thought process he you can't yuck everybody's yum but I was like yuck that's like I I I couldn't find that man would not be able to get me because I wouldn't be like oh yeah he was super attractive I'm not right so that's so it's so awesome that you said that because that's when I watch documentaries I'm like there's no way he was that attractive why were they vulnerable my my so me who I am and now I'm thinking about all those things what type of women is he attracting my my number one question is why I'm always trying to answer the question of why yeah so if you yell at me why'd you yell at me Mm. well you did this no but why 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 was your initial thing to respond with a yes is it something in your childhood that told you? Like, I'm always see like... How, see, and that's why people be telling you you can't be saying everything because then they be, I just want to have my traits. I don't need them to be psychoanalyzed. And then, but I will. I will. And you will. I you will. said what you said. <laughs> I will. But it's just like, um, Malice at the Palace on Netflix the mm-hmm. whole, um, you know, the NBA fight that happened. Yes. Heads and it's, when I watched it, I remember seeing it as a kid, like, yeah, like, like ESPN, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm always like, why? Why? Yeah. Is but they answered it, you know, Ron yeah. was saying he was having like mental health things. He didn't want to play right now, but it right. Means, like, you're under contract. You have to play. Right. Ben Wallace's brother had passed away, so he was dealing with his own. Everybody, everybody really had their own things, and then you have this these yes. people, yes, egging it on, and it's like, well, I completely understand. I, pro- I, but it's like when you understand the why, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. So my like my recharge is pretty much that's what it would be: understanding the why. Why did they mm-hmm. make this album? One, Kareem, my husband, he always gets on me. Chat, you always listen to the whole album, even if you don't like the song. First of all, you, because that's how you get the entire body of who? But no, he's saying like, after I've listened to it already. Oh, I'm going to keep listening to it so I can assess if I really like it or I don't like it and why. Yes, they put it together in that order for a reason. So I'm like, why? Why did, why did you have sweet dreams on this album? Like, like, I just, I literally, that's what I do. And then sometimes I'm like, especially with music, I'll be listening and then I'll hear a new harmony and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now you're yeah, telling here me. We go, here we go, here we go. Now you're cooking with grease. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I got to listen to that again. Or like, was this about a person? Was this about a time? I love, what's yeah. that song about? Uh, what's that song um, from Beyonce? The, the artist, the writer, she's saying, um, she like explained the lyrics. 
I was like, yes, but it's like, you know, people automatically assumed like it was about relationship. This was. Yeah. And she wrote, she was writing about Parkwood not getting any of her music. And then the one song she wrote about Parkwood, Parkwood was like here. (laughs) It's like, he was lying. He was doing this. But then you find out, hold a second, this is, this is an emotional ballad of a struggle that she's feeling with her job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Good God Almighty! This is why she did it because we never know. Yeah, if Beyonce was not feeling like you know, like we know what the writer was feeling, but we yeah. don't know was she feeling that about her work? Was she yeah. feeling that about you know her commitment to her job, being a mother, being a wife? Yeah, you know, being in the spotlight for so long. So I'm always like, me figuring out why is it's it. That's my recharge. Especially like, oh my gosh, sometimes I have to stop watching television. I don't do too much reality TV because mm-hmm. so scripted, but when I watch a scripted show, I'm like, why did the director decide to pan light? <laughs> Such a nerd. I know, I'm girl. That's what people don't really know about me. I am the biggest nerd. You, will, I'm a nerd. But I feel seen because also seen. <laughs> oh man. So beside after you've recharged and here we are, you're like, I don't know, thinking about what this this next chap this chapter is looking like, at least for the next couple of years of your husband. Um, what are you most excited about as your family continues to navigate all the change that's happening? And then what are you specifically excited about for yourself? For you, it cannot include something with your kids or your husband. And then you can also, yeah. Just making sure that there is a distinction between two. Oh, for sure. So I'm going to answer me first because yes, me first. Um, I am excited about getting to know a new area. Um, like I told you, I am a nerd. Mm-hmm. My siblings call me the human map quest because I, I know it sounds so weird, but I can I'm really good at directions that's not weird I got it it like highways exits um if you called me and said um okay but you you live in Houston uh-huh okay so if you called me and said I'm on 45 and Tidwell I'd be like okay is is like the Asian place on the right or is on the yep. left? <laughs> you gotta keep driving like north or you got like I am I love like figuring things out. So I'm, I like, I'm really interested in getting to know this area more. Um, and then like going to all the museums because most of them are free. Yes. That's my favorite part about the DMV. <laughs> love it. I love it. And we're so, we're so close to DC. We're five miles from DC. So it's like, mm-hmm. even though we're on the Maryland side, we're, we're so close. I'm like, it's here. We can do it. Um, another thing that I'm, most looking forward to like for me is finding another group of moms of women because mm-hmm. I had one when we lived in Fort Worth and I'm excited to like find that here um because I love I love women because it, it mm-hmm. wasn't just moms I had like it was like a group of women and then it was like a group of moms so mm-hmm. I love like being with women and then being with moms um traveling for myself Ooh. um and I really am interested in 
the hobbies that I had before I became a mom. So Mm -hmm. I don't even, I think my kids know I can sing because they've heard me, but I really like want to like for real start singing again. Okay. That church girl, nothing. uh, Okay. And so still in what? (laughs) Nowhere else. I'm not trying to do no EP, no, none of that. You don't want to pull a Candace from Potomac in deep, deep space? No, put me put me on the praise team, and I <laughs> I because I, I miss it. And then um, I was actually just asked to be um, on like one of the like a YMCA sports team for volleyball, and I was just like, oh, congratulations, girl! It it is so recreational, not you. Know, and so you're doing it's something fun, it's something different. Yeah, just something that's like for me, like. Yeah, the kids can't play volleyball. Green can't play. It's a women's league, so it's like for me. So (laughs) that's what some of the things that I'm like interested in getting into. And then for our family, I am interested in taking full advantage of traveling Mm -hmm. (laughs) with them because we are so close to Philadelphia. We are so yeah. We made it to Delaware in like an hour and fifteen minutes or something. So just like, you know, Virginia, 20 minutes down the road. Yeah, it is. I was, I was like laughing the other day because I said, kids, we're going to go on a field trip. And I, it was like a joke, but I was like, we're going to Virginia, <laughs> we're going to D.C., and then we're coming back to Maryland. And it was just like, <laughs> it was funny, but I was like, that's like, we're, we're really yeah. close to a lot of places. I think we're like five hours from Toronto, um, maybe five or six, something like that. Dang, I didn't even realize that. It's we're so close to so many things. So just, I'm really about to come visit <laughs> or something. You know, we're not far from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Raleigh is like five hours, or something like that. So it's just we have the option and the means to travel. So I'm looking forward to travel. Okay, she wants to say, "Come on, hey girl." Go ahead and say hi, him. Hey, Kaza. Hey, girl. Hey. That's not Gabby. It's not, but thanks. I, I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. Not looking like your mama. <laughs> not looking just like your mama. Well, how about you help me answer this question? Kaza, the, ble- the, the podcast is called The Blank Project because it's an opportunity to fill in the blank with whatever you want or need wherever you are in life if you could fill in the blank space for yourself what would you fill it with so if you were given that you could have you could have whatever gift you want what would you want that gift to be what would you want it to be baby not us staring at each other me you you want me in the in the in the blank space (laughs) or you want me more case it is a smile okay Uh uh-huh Yes, teeth. You have a lot of teeth. And you look like you have good gum health. So I'm just going to say, just to help with my ego, I'm going to say you'd fill the blank space with me because you think I'm cool and you know we'd had fun playing together. (laughs) Thanks. I love her. What would you fill the blank space with? Because Kaz already told me she wanted me, so it's crazy being the fan favorite around you. 
ask it again. Say the whole thing again. Okay. So uh, the blank project is an opportunity to fill in the blank with whatever we need or want, wherever we are. And if you could fill the blank space for yourself, what would you fill it up with? For myself? For yourself. Joy. Ooh. Okay. I think that is just the ultimate after love. It's the ultimate just gift, joy. Okay. And so um, is there a way that I could support you in obtaining more joy? You want to come watch these kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Let me look at my schedule. Let's look at these plane tickets and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's run in the sale now, uh, $49. They here. truly are. They truly are. They truly are. I probably, I've already accidentally bought one of them tickets already. So I will accidentally purchase one again. Like, look, I'm not above it. I would do just about anything for kids. Other adults, slim to none. Children, if a child is involved, I'm like, oh yeah, I got everything ready in five minutes. Yep, we got to be there. Birthday party. It's it's all about the kids. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> would you like anything? I mean, I don't know. How else can I support you in obtaining your joy besides flying? You know, what I really like are pictures. Mm. So if we could one day just take a picture together. Oh, that'll be nice. It could be on my trip when I come to, <laughs> when I come to Maryland. <laughs> that would, girl, that would be so much, that would bring me so much joy. If we took a picture together, got coffee. Yes. Another one of my joy love languages. And yeah, we could just hang out. I love this. I love this. I love this so much. I just, I can't thank you enough for uh, joining me on this episode. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm so excited for other people to hear um, about you. I'm so happy to hear your answers because they were real. They were transparent. They were funny. Um, and most importantly, uh, I think when they fall on people's ears that it would be, it would be productive and life-giving. And so, because, because that's the type of person that you are, it, nothing comes out of your mouth and it it's, it's on dead grounds. So. Fun fact. Ah. Ashe, my name, means like. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I really tried. I, I really tried, but the Black Baptist in me just won't. It's just like every time I try to like relax, it's just out of nowhere. If it was a sale, I'd be like, hey, gas under $3. Hey, just anything. Um, so if anybody wants to be further inspired by you so on and so forth blase blase um is there any way they can come in contact with you or no is I'm just <laughs> <laughs> my pay her pay her you can apple pay me to i'm just i'm <laughs> you just follow me on instagram that's the one that i use the most mm-hmm. so that's uh at been, but right now you know meta and I, we're not on the same page, but not I just post Lord. a lot on um, Instagram and it's at U-H uh, mm-hmm. underscore S-H-A-Y. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you again so much and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Love you. Love you. Love you.